Cornerstone podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. My name is Francis Wessel. I am the host of the podcast. Today I want to share with you what the Lord has been discussing with me this week. I have called this episode What Makes God Happy. Before I start sharing the subject, I must confess why I believe God has been talking to me about what makes him happy, which by the way is blessing his people. The Bible contains so many verses about how God delights in blessing his children that it took me a while to find the one that I wanted to use for this podcast. But I want to share with you Psalms 35 verse 27 that says, The Lord be exalted, who delights in the well-being of his servants. I know some people doubt God's intention to bless them, especially if they are going through a difficult time. There are also some people who have a hard time seeing God as a good and generous father because unfortunately, they either did not have a father or their father was not a gracious one. I had and I still have the blessing of having a wonderful father and I have no problem seeing God as a good father. But lately, the Lord has been asking me to check my heart regarding how difficult I sometimes make it for him to bless me. I must explain that I am not talking about God's provision for my needs. I have no problem believing that God will supply for my needs, and He always has. But my issue lately has been allowing God not only to pay for my bills, but to bless me beyond what I need. I know some of you might be thinking that is crazy. Who doesn't want God to send extra blessings their way? But you see, because God has always provided for my needs, Every time that God gives me unexpected blessings or something well beyond what I need, and I have a feeling some of you might be experiencing the same thing. Let me give you an example. God spoke to me at the end of last year and showed me that this year, 2023, was going to be the year of favor for his people. I know that when God gives me a word, the word doesn't come to pass automatically. I know that I must stand on it and release my faith about it. I did that and God was faithful to his promise. God opened not one but two beautiful doors of provision for me this year. The work that I'm doing now is something I never expected to do, not only because I genuinely enjoyed the people I work with, but because I didn't have the experience or the education needed for the field I'm working in. But when God gives you favor, no man or devil can stop him from putting you in the place where he wants you to be. This new opportunity has come with many blessings, but it requires long hours of hectic work. About a month ago, I was so tired my body was aching. Since I am blessed with good health, I blamed my pain on the fact that I'm no longer a spring chicken and kept on working hard, but I kept telling God how tired I was. Well. Unexpectedly, I was forced to take a trip out of state for what I thought would be a very physically challenged work assignment. Well, even though I had a rough time getting there, I spent two weeks in a nice hotel, meeting great people, helping good people, and doing very little work. I rested so much that I felt guilty doing it because my accommodations, transportation, and meals were paid, and I was not doing much. 
the Lord even ensured that my schedule was such that I could not do any ministry work. Now, all that sounds great, except that instead of just going with the flow, thanking God for his blessings and enjoying my rest, I wasted part of that blessing feeling guilty about it. It was not until I noticed that my body was not aching anymore and that I was sleeping like I hadn't done in months that it hit me. This trip was God's blessing for me. Even though I didn't ask God to bless me with such trip, he knew it was exactly what I needed. And I almost blew it feeling guilty for something God had arranged for me. Why am I sharing this with you? I am doing it not to boast that God gave me a nice trip. I am sharing this with you because I don't want you to repeat my mistake. The Bible tells us that God delights in the well-being of his servants. And if you, my dear listener, are serving God, then God loves to bless you, not because you deserve it or because you're believing for those blessings. Of course, God blesses you for that. But God also likes to bless you just because he likes it when you are happy. He enjoys seeing you living the abundant life Jesus purchased for you on the cross. Now, I know this is no revelation for any of you. But if you are like me, sometimes when God gives me something beyond my needs, the first thing that comes to mind is, God, I don't need this. Who can I bless this with? People of God, I am sure God loves the fact that we want to share God's blessings with others. But lately, God has been showing me how he feels when he gives us something he wants us to enjoy. And we either give it away or feel guilty about God's gifts. Please understand that I'm not trying to be humble or trying to tell you not to bless others with God's blessings. What I am doing is confessing that sometimes I have not allowed God, my good father, to enjoy watching me have fun with what he gives me. If I am honest, I think that the root of this type of mentality comes from the fact that I was born in Latin America. And even though I have always been blessed and never not had what I needed, I have seen people in grave need. My parents always taught us to help the needy, which is what God expects from us. But lately, God has also shown me that my parents, especially my mom, were a bad example for us regarding how to receive God's blessings. Please do not think I'm speaking badly about my mom. My mother is the most giving person I know, but she has difficulty receiving gifts. Do you know someone like that? Are you like that? My mom was taught to see a gift not just as a generous and selfless blessing from people who love her, but she was taught to see it as obligation. When someone gives my mother a gift, she immediately feels obligated to reciprocate such a gift or immediately thinks about who can she bless with that gift. I hope you don't think I'm dishonoring my mother in sharing this. I am speaking about it because even though she never taught us to see gifts that way, I think I inherited part of that mentality, not regarding the gifts that people give me, but the gifts that God gives me. My friends, I believe with all my heart that as much as God wants us to be generous and bless others, He also wants us to be able to receive from Him and from others. He wants us to enjoy our blessings. I know most of you have no problem receiving, but I also know that some people do, and this episode is for them. Here's another example of how I sometimes have messed up a gift that God has given me. Years ago, I ended up unemployed. 
not for anything I did, but honestly, because my season where I was working had ended. I had done everything God wanted me to do there and learned everything I needed to learn. God provided financially for me not to worry about finding a job for at least six months. He wanted me to start a new ministry and to prepare myself spiritually, emotionally, and physically for the new season He had for me. What did I do instead? I did start the new ministry, but I killed myself looking for a job and applying to places where God did not want me to be. I even got a job in a place I had no business being and had to quit that job a few days after I started. That meant that I caused that company the pain of hiring me, letting me go, and having to start looking for another person just because I didn't think spending the money God had given me for those six months was a good idea. Please don't judge me, people. Looking back, I know how crazy and not wise was what I did, but I honestly thought I was being a good administrator of God's blessings. In reality, what I was doing is not trusting God and not enjoying His provision. Do you know what happened? At the end of those six months, a job that was easy and paid really well fell on my lap. The only problem was that instead of me starting that job refreshed, I started it stressed and tired. Now, my family, please learn from my mistakes. I did not recognize the season I was in and did not enjoy the wonderful blessing God was giving me. If God is asking you to leave a job, a relationship, or a place where you are comfortable, but know that you no longer have to be there, please trust God and leave. Do not wait until someone has to fire you to obey God. Please do not make it harder on yourself. Do what is right, even if it doesn't make sense. Trust God and enjoy the time of rest, time for your family or time for healing that God wants to give you. Usually those seasons, my friends, only come when a hectic, busy season of building new things is coming your way. So please enjoy the rest. God is trying to bless you. Please make him happy and enjoy that time. Now, please do not quit your job if God is not asking you to do it. If you do, you will be on your own. Do not use what I just said as a confirmation to get out of a tough situation. We are all in different seasons, my friends. Today, I am talking to those people who have been faithful to the Lord and are due for their harvest. Some of you are so used to sowing that you don't recognize that it's time for your harvest, even if that harvest hits you in the face. God is speaking to some of you and is telling you that the hard times are over. Enjoy the blessings that God is sending your way. It is time for some of you to stop expecting God to just bless you with only what you need. It is time for you to expect extravagant blessings because your father is extravagant. I don't think I decided one day I will only believe for my needs and not for my wants, but that is where I have been for a long time. Maybe it was during a season when God only provided for my needs. And I thought that was his plan for me, but that is not what the Bible says. What father having the means and the ability to surprise his kids with unexpected blessings would not do it? If people do it for their kids, why wouldn't God, the only good among us, not do it for us? 
Philippians 4, 12, and 13 tells us, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Here the Apostle Paul is telling us that he had seasons of significant lack. And we almost all the time focus on that. But he also is saying that he had seasons of abundance and is confessing that he managed both. I am sure I am not the only one in which sometimes God had to come through for my basic needs. But that is not what God calls us to. God doesn't call anyone to poverty. Jesus did not say, I have come to barely give you life. He came to give us an abundant life. God did not create man for luck. He planted a garden in the middle of the most abundant place on earth and put Adam and Eve in it. Yes, sin brought need into this world, but God is our provider. And the Bible tells us that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. We can trust him with our needs, but we also should expect God to spoil us just because he is our loving father. Many times, my dear listeners, I believe we don't receive those great blessings because we don't expect them or enjoy them. If every time I give someone something special, that person gives it away or doesn't enjoy it to the fullest, I will stop giving that person extra blessings. Thank God he's not like us. But I really felt I needed to share this very simple subject with you this week. Since we know that God delights in the well-being of his people, why don't we expect God to do more for us than help us just pay our bills? Why don't we start believing that God will surprise us each day with extravagant blessings? I also believe that we should receive those extra blessings and truly enjoy them just because we know our enjoyment makes God happy. I know that the world is not a good place right now, but my family, the world will never be a good place until Christ becomes the Lord of all. Until then, He is able not only to help us go through the struggles this broken world presents to us daily, but He is also able to surprise us with two weeks of unexpected vacation just because He doesn't want us tired. The world teaches us that most of the time, the things that are too good to be true are not true. But the Bible tells us that when we deserve it the least, God's mercy reached out to us and made us God's children. If His mercy reached out to us when we were at our worst, what can His love do for us now that we are in Christ? Live expecting not only bad news, my dear family. Live expecting that God who delights in blessing you will soon bless you so much that you will be tempted not to enjoy such blessings because they will be so great. Thank you so much for the time you give me each week. If you need prayer, please send your prayer request to info at globalgraceministries.com or go to our website, globalgraceministries.com. Be blessed.